Everyone's there. Lauren's there. Lauren was there until like four in the morning. Damn. Hill? Lauren is the uh, Michael. No, Lauren Bro. Michael's the owner of, <laughs> of Lauren, Lauren Hill. Hill. Lauren Jesus Hill. Christ. Yo, wait. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all throwing some sick fucking names out here. Y'all throwing, y'all throwing some sick fucking names. first yo, name, Lauren. When was someone there. says SNL and you hear the name Lauren, who the fuck thinks of Lauren Hill? You think of the Fugees, clearly. I thought <laughs> Right here. Fuck. Queen herself. No, Warrior Mom. Don't blame yourself for all the shit you shouldn't do. I'm getting used to being low. Welcome to a new episode of the new Rory Mall podcast. I am Mall. I'm Rory. And we are joined with the crew on set today. How y'all doing? How y'all feeling? I love you, Mall. Y'all don't look and smell as good as Damaris, though. I just, I'm glad y'all are sitting like. I'm sure I smell better. Thank you, Mall. Damaris looks like C3PO. Damaris went to Bath and Body Works. He said you look like C3PO. Bath and Body Works. This is Killian, baby. Come on, I know a good. This is Killian. Watch it. You sprayed and then walked into the air. Yeah. Damaris looks like she stole the cop's boots. It is giving it is giving me lost in space vibes. Yeah. I'm not mad at it though. Okay. I like the fit. You're on your way to uh you, see, see the uh the one and only the legendary scissor later on tonight. Yes, yeah. this fit says I will take no accountability tonight mm. when I sing the Oh, lyrics. not at all. You jump the aliens? Not at all. <laughs> Do you think <laughs> I think every woman in the garden tonight will just be specifically talking about the same exact man the entire time. Absolutely. With no accountability, no responsibility. Oh, we're in New yeah. York. Yeah, we all talking about the same man. Pretty much. Mm-hmm. Which, which of your exes is going to be top of mind during the show? <laughs> or does it change per song? It changes per song. For what about for sure. You got a love language sub. Oh, yeah. Oh, I, then snooze? You got a, uh, snooze? I might cry. You got to uh, fuck them because I missed you. Mm-hmm. One that comes to mind. A weekend. Mm-hmm. You're gonna, you going to you cry at concerts? Demaris definitely cries at concerts. No. The only concert I've ever cried at was Jada Jackson's concert. Oh, I mean, you were a kid, though. That, yeah. that doesn't count. Yeah, I don't, I don't cry. as a grown woman. No, I don't cry. Because I was about to say, you're so like emotionless. <laughs> yeah. You think Damaris is emotionless? Yeah, I absolutely. Nah. I have so- Yeah, how she talks about death? No. That's different. She's she talks like, about death like it's a She's I, disturbed. That's because I'm so traumatized and disturbed that like, I don't, uh, I, I cry when I'm happy. I don't cry when I'm sad. Sad things make me laugh. You look yeah. at death in the eyes and just laugh at it. Yeah. That should make you giggle. Much of Jada Kiss album. <laughs> For sure, <laughs> a Jadakiss album. <laughs> you know, you know when Jadakiss asks us, "And why, why, why do we cry at death and not not cry at birth?" Yeah. I never even thought about it that way, Kiss. Like, why don't we you, cry? I, and my thing is, Kiss, you, he never saw a baby cry at birth. Word, like oh, every baby cries when. And born. and he's never seen anyone like, laugh. Put at me death back in my I womb. <laughs> I'm sorry, Damaris was definitely born like cold face, no cries. Like, That's not. Just stone I cold? I didn't cry stone. ever. They had to pinch her twice. Stone cold. <laughs> wait, 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 wait. No, 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 no. Y'all, uh, y'all are, they're dragging. No, 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 they're no, no, really no, no. dragging wait, wait, me. On, they're on. dragging me, but it's okay. Y'all didn't hear Demaris. You, you could have worn sneakers here and changed them. No. How do you, How know, do you know that? My mother told me. You, Parents are liars. You just can't. No, they wouldn't. Li- they, they wouldn't. That's no trying to make you sound unique. She would never lie to you? No, she's trying to make you sound A lot of babies don't cry at birth. That's not. How do you know that? Because that's why they smack babies on their backs or on their butts to get them to cry to expel like the well, water I mean the fluid out of their lungs that's yeah. what we're saying though like even but after, after they, got they the gave you a smack on your backside like, he was quiet oh well after they spanked me a couple times yeah I, I let out some sounds and Mary's like me. fuck what off a, me what a <laughs> freak nothing yeah. changed look at you foreshadowing I'm They'll actually a very emotional sound. loving person but the world is not so I gotta go out here and be uh, tough it's the there world's fault the world's fault no accountability the world is so cold this is the pregame for scissor right here the world is so cold so you had to get cold hearted on the world yeah I hear that um so I'm not going to the SZA concert. No. 
Why not? So there was an extra ticket, mm. which I then put in the hands of Damaris. Where how did you going? choose? How did you choose the friend? Well, I'm leaving for Los Angeles tomorrow, and I have to pack, and it's going to be Baze's first time on a flight, Oof. so I have a lot to do. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and I just feel like me going to SZA concert would be irresponsible. So the extra ticket I have, I gave to Damaris to then select, which I said it better be a girl. You better not bring no dude on my dollar. You know, my I'm not. Dollar. I'm not more. I don't pay for dinners for for y'all. All right, damn. <laughs> you know, Damaris didn't even think about us. Right. Fuck me, all. right? And Julian. I'm going with another girl, so I wouldn't bring you guys. Well, Julian's like... So how did you make this selection? Did well, you think, my, did you want to go with like my a, best the friend, hurt friend? Did you want to go with the friend that don't give a fuck? Like, my best friend is in a, a ha- happy, healthy relationship, but she actually starts her, her new... The worst is a she's a civil yeah. friend to go with. She's Ugh. a civil engineer. She starts her new job tomorrow, so she could not be out all night. Okay. Um. So I actually picked... You don't want very, that friend to go anyway. A no. very beautiful young lady. Um. Are you courting? You're grooming tonight? She toxic. Yo, we have to talk about women grooming other women, though. Because men, we get all the flack for it. Women groom other women. Who you bringing? Yomi? No. Her name is... I'm going to keep her name. Well, don't say her. Mm, She's a sweet girl. She's really sweet. How how did you meet this young woman? Sweet girl. You're just in the middle of the podcast today, so all questions are going to go to you. I met her on your birthday. Oh, oh, in the ba- in the bathroom shit. of the forty forty. Okay, yeah. You know, whenever the bathroom of like, the forty forty, yeah. whenever they meet at a bathroom, they're friends forever. You in, know that in the yeah. stall or where at? Like, no, I sink? came out and I was just like, the "You're sink. really pretty," and she was like, "No, you're really pretty." And then we exchanged Instagrams and enjoy that. Concert. We support each other. It's so much easier for women. But an authentic friendship. No, it starts <laughs> in the bathroom. It definitely starts in the bathroom. The 40, so, 40 how much bathroom. communication was in between? My birthday and now. No, Did we, you just like talk, pop up with no, a ticket? Talk, like, yo. We, we're, we're friends on Instagram. She came to my women's empowerment. Yeah, but you never are on Instagram. So how do you talk? Mm-hmm. Are you going to scissor after scissor? I mean, it was an attempt. I'm not mad at the attempt, but you know. It's early shoot shoot. They missed, <laughs> but they shoot. This is why I shouldn't be on camera, but it's cool. I'm, I'm just happy that you're going to the concert with somebody that you think you'll have a good time with. Yeah, exactly. I'm not thinking as deep as these. Is she, is she bi? Like, what's her, is there sexual energy? What's the thing? I don't, that's none of your business. So yes, so yes. So yes. right. Like whenever they be like, none of your business is like, all right, that's a yes. Damn, man. So Chris Rock, y'all watch this special? <laughs> no, no, no. We're not. We're gonna get to that very. Quickly, I did watch. But... I did watch the special, I, and I have my. I have my. We'll get into it. I have my. Uh, my theory about it. Okay. Watch it too, I guess. Uh, we're shooting at WTF Media Studios today. Ooh. Are you excited about that? Is that where we are? Yeah, we're not in Rory's house. I know no one's ever seen this background before in yeah. podcast ever. history. Ever. I did yeah. not know it. Very genuine. The we house, are at WTF. the house that we built. Uh, shout out to Weezy. Shout out to uh, Alex. Mm-hmm. And um, well, yeah, man. So, so uh, first of all, y'all went out last night. Mm. Who did y'all? Oh, y'all went all together. So it was just Julian that was in the text talking about he was on 40th Street. Yeah, I, my my little cousin popped up in the city out of nowhere. I planned on going out. I, I was gonna go plan. with Rory. I had tickets to go to the Smino and J- JID show. I was excited. Mm-hmm. I just just got tattoos done i was gonna maybe even oh. give them half a, a sleeve like what i was gonna slut. i was gonna roll up the sweater so they could see like the work, Shout out to at, the, the work. at the smino show <laughs> you don't think they was out there mad me they Mini man. Comes here, i'm gonna say you said no hoes was there i, n- I didn't say that's that. what you just said though but that's not what i said <laughs> you i said you who said that, you said you think they were out there that yeah. means you think there are no Who's women there? no but i'm just to pull up the sleeve yeah, yeah, that's kind of great. At a Smino, I would love a jacket that would like Smino. Right? That'd be my a little bit. You saw how quick Rory was to take the hoodie off today. He was excited about his tattoo. <laughs> at the Smino's, no, you here is fine. Had, I would just touch here, it up. Here, here is fine. You can take off the, the shirt, the jacket here because they're in the here, right? Smino show pulling up one arm sleeve is wild. You see Rory at the bar leaning all over, like yo, yeah, like, like yo, you saw the white boy. What you drinking? One arm up at the show, like he was tripping. With what if I was arm up? sleeveless shirt? 
What if I went that far? Ooh. That would be Yuck. nasty. Yeah, that would be nasty. I saw somebody. What show was? Oh, we were, we were at Division Show. And it was a guy at the show that had on the- uh, Yeah, Daniel. Uh, no. <laughs> <laughs> no. Not, not Daniel. But it was a guy at the show that had on like a, a, a sleeveless vest. Like a, like a sweater vest. Remember the old sweater vest? Yeah. Like of the course. gap joint? Yeah. He had that on. I have a Lacoste one, I think, somewhere in my closet. Why? Because from like that era. Wait, but the vest yeah. and then what was under? Un the t-shirt no, or just who, raw? Who was, just who was straight, Puff's? Just straight vest? Vest? Yeah, straight, yeah, raw vest? Straight, straight arms. No. No t-shirt underneath it. You were still like heavily in the streets at that time, but when Fonsworth Bentley came out, like we bought sweater vests, bro. I wore I'm sweat, not saying I haven't worn I wore it since sweater then, vest but... When I, we had to wear a uh, uniform in school, so I wore sweater vests to school. But that was like in the late, like late nineties. Like mm. I thought those was over once. Like you weren't in the club with it. Never. <laughs> like I didn't know that. Don't was Don't do thing. that because at one point we had to wear hard bottoms to get in the club, and that went, that went well with hard bottoms. And it's crazy because the only <laughs> reason they wanted you to wear hard bottoms in the club because they figured like you don't you guys wouldn't fight if they had one. Hundred percent. The, the dumbest thinking. That's ever. the dumbest thing ever. The back of a hard bottom is way worse than yeah. Timberland. And I'll fight no matter what I'm wearing. It's not. I, Rory speaking from I experience. Depending on what I'm wearing. <laughs> And you could just get them shits buffed real quick. Like, you could clean them. It's hard to clean Tim's. So you went out. Dress you went shoes. Out, you went out last Let's go to night. Penn Station. Yeah. Can we talk, talk about how Julian wrote in the group chat? Rory said something about the special. Julian was like, I'm at the SNL after party. Which had nothing to do with what nothing I was Nothing to do. I'm like. To the point well, that I didn't even want to give Julian. I didn't want to kill him. I think we ignored I thought it, right? I was misinformed. I was like, oh, maybe Chris Rock did SNL tonight. wrong group chat. At the That's same time as a special. I didn't want to be ignorant. Yeah, yeah. I even Googled it. I was like. <laughs> Why did Julian just say that? He, but Julian, you do that a lot. Like, <laughs> no, no, I don't. No, yes, when you do. No, when you're Julian, somewhere, yes, your buddy wait. from Atlantic takes you. You guys asked me where I'm at. Nobody no. <laughs> didn't ask. Don't do that. Anything. I'm not gonna let you get that. Nobody asked. Literally, anything. nobody asked you where were you. I nobody. gave my quick review on what the Chris Rock special was, which again we will get into. I just gave one nah, sentence. Quick review, and your chat. reply was uh, at the SNL after party. That's exactly well because I, exactly wanted, I wanted to talk about it, but I was occupied. I couldn't. I was talking to Paul Rudd. But we didn't ask for it. <laughs> Wait, no. Oh my God. No, 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 no. Oh my yourself. God. That's nasty. That's a nasty name up. to just drop. Uh. I, I mean, I was just talking to Paul Rudd. What? No, no, no. You all right. I'm not even getting to Paul Rudd <laughs> no, yet. You can't drop he just Paul. said he wasn't available to talk to us when we wasn't talking to him. <laughs> <Right>. <laughs> <laughs> well, look, no, I no, got, we weren't asking. I never of you. I no. never go above 14. So I was at 40, like third, and I was like, oh, I'm nearby. Yeah, it's later yeah, he in the told me he was uptown. <laughs> yeah, he told fuck? Julian he was uptown. Yo, I, <laughs> I wanted to talk about the Chris Rock show, but I was with Paul Rudd. What? <laughs> Yo, that is so many crazy. names on the ground. So guy? many names. So how was the party, man? So, okay, get your shit on. So my friend... You know white women was going nuts at the SNL after my, my, my friend is really good friends with um, Travis Kelsey's uh, manager. Always, right? Okay. Your buddy from Atlantic... So, friend of a friend. So I, I, you really want like the, the flexy douchebag version owns, of this? A good friend of his owns a Spaniard. So we went to the Spaniard first, had a table there, ate drinks for free. Thank you, PJ. He's the owner, one of the owners of Shout Spaniard. Great guy. And then we took uh, the car to the SNL after party and we were with like Travis Kelsey's extended guest list. Like we're on his thing because by way of my friends. Where, where was Travis friends. Kelsey in so Kansas City? He, he hosted. Yeah, he hosted Yeah, he hosted so yeah, he hosted So him, he was there. Oh, his right, brother no, was listen, there. I support Jimmy. He was incredible. So he walks in. Well, before he even gets there, I'm just looking around and stuff. Everyone's there. Lauren's there. Lauren was there until like four in the morning. I am. Hill? Lauren is the uh, Michael. No, Lauren Bro. Michael's the owner of <laughs> Lauren Hill. Lauren Hill. Jesus Yo, wait. No, 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 no. Hold on. Hold on. Hold on. Y'all throwing some sick fucking names out here, 
<laughs> y'all throwing, y'all throwing some sick. He just fucking, named first yo, name Lauren. When was someone there. says SNL and you hear the name Lauren, who the fuck thinks of Lauren Hill? You think of the Fugees, clearly. I thought <laughs> right here, fuck? Queen herself. <laughs> Julian, the average person does not know who Lauren Michaels is. Yeah, I'm or like New Yorkers. It's like no, he is I'm just New York. Yeah. The fact that we went from I was, Paul Rudd <laughs> to Travis Kelsey <laughs> to Lauren Hill. Hill. What's Travis's brother's name? He's also really. And nice don't guy. put that on New Yorkers. I don't remember Lauren Michael at Greenhouse. Like, oh, we're New Yorkers. <laughs> we know that guy. Like, no, if you don't know SNL, you don't know. Lauren okay, Michael. so so in walks um Kid Super, who just did his first oh, nice. solo okay. show at Paris Fashion Week. And we have a lot of mutual friends. So I just I just said, I was like, Naturally. dude, I said, I was like, man, like, congrats on the show. And he, he doesn't know who I am. So we we like hit it off. We become like that. We were together for like most of the night, like moving around, getting drinks, all that shit. Did you pull up your Instagram to show the mutual followers that you had? No. no. OK. Oh, that's what my guy. He does oh, follow. No. He follows Armani and Joyce, though. So Why was that was that your him? intro, yo. No, I didn't. I didn't. Do, we talked comedy. <laughs> He's a Billy comedy Eilish, guy. Right? All right, whatever. There was one day at the studio. I walked in. I told Armani, like, yo. You fuck with Billie Eilish and the rest was history. <laughs> the rest was history. The rest was history. All right, let Julia tell the yeah. story. Yeah. Please, horrible. this is why I wanted to tell it. No, tell it ahead, man. Let's watch a night so out saw, on 40th Street. Well, yeah, off with with right. Kid Super, Travis Kelsey, we're just talking, talking shit. You got one more name to drop. I haven't even started. I'm going to cut you off one more time. Since you were with him the whole night, did you call him Kid? Did you call him Soup? Did you call him Super? His name's Colum. So you called him by his government. Oh, so I you, you just met this go man. You're not allowed to call him as by his government. I mean, I'm not like, calling him kid. Like, I'm not Miss Super. Like, I'm not doing. You that. call Mr. the weekend Super. able too when you see him do, don't you? <laughs> <laughs> call him the weekend able. You just met him. <laughs> and you just met him though. Like your Abe, and you never Abe, Abe, Abe. We'll be at after this. Use like the girls in the early 2000s in New York when they say, "Oh, I'm going to go see Tristan," and they was talking about Mac Wilds. I'm like, just, tell, just say Mac Wilds, man. Stop saying Tristan. I don't know Tristan. <laughs> I know Matt. You got Drake in your phone as Aubrey? No, I don't. That's sick. Do you? That's nasty. Six God. Oh. oh that's right. <laughs> no, that's right. I respect that. You no, as a matter of fact, it's just the praying hands. I was gonna uh, say, uh, I'm about to say, you got to have the, the, the hand emojis. Uh, so, yeah, it's everyone's there. Like all, you know, the, the, the please don't destroy writers, like my favorite guys on SNL right now. They're great. All three of them were there. Che, Colin Jost mm. were at the table next to us. Mm. So like, it's Pete, a big... Ice Spice. Keenan's there. Everyone is Keenan. there. Keenan no, is like there. Everyone, everyone <laughs> is I'm there. about to hit Julian. I swear to God. I swear to God I'm about to hit him. And this Go is ahead. why we need to give Maul credit, because Maul could be this guy right now. He could. He could. He just 100%. He just remains quiet 100%. all the time. Oh my God. So that goes until like 4 or 5 in the morning, and then there's an after-after party. Of course. And the after-after party is just the cast and then the get the host and the host friends, mm-hmm. which I was grouped in. Extended into. friend Julian. Yeah. yeah. Um, this is fam. So <laughs> we go to another venue and this one's open bar and open until 8 a.m. Yeah. And I just ended up just open bar till eight. I yeah. ended up getting plastered with Che. We were just shooting, talking shit. Plastered. Yo, <laughs> I know you're not talking about Michael. Yo, this guy. Uh, no, no, we have the, we have the no. title of the episode. Plastered, plastered with Che. Plastered with Che. Plastered yeah. with che. No, 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 no. I don't even che. know where to begin. I, the, the, I would have preferred like, if you said Mike. There was like a writer, a writer on their team, and like Ego Wodum, who's also on the cast. Mm-hmm. Race. Love the waffle. And the writer, this is a black kid, I think his name's Phil. He lost to her and she was in heels. And Che, it was the way he told the story, and I guess they have it on film. It was like one of the funniest, and he was like dying laughing. They are all like fu- fully functioning alcoholics. They can yeah, throw them back. The show is called Saturday Night Dude, Lauren, Lauren was up to like 4 a.m. 
chilling. Yeah, they like, work. Michael, have, we have an open bar till eight a.m. was crazy. It was. Cra- I got home at like eight thirty. Did you show them one of our skits? Like, were you useful? Yeah. Well, no. So, Good uh, point. Uh, Column Kid Super um, is a. What, Rory? I just feel like you pitched it as like you was doing us a favor. Like, oh, I helped these guys out on the side. Oh, OD. Sure. OD. On the oh, side. Sure. <laughs> Fuck out of here. I feel like you know. told Che. You're like, oh, these guys, like every now and then I it's help them out. up and coming New York podcast. You know, you it's know. a passion project of mine. Yeah. A passion project. <laughs> First one I ever told nobody that I'm a passion project. <laughs> I don't care what you say when you go out. Just don't say you. I'm a passion project. Uh. Yeah, no, I did not say that. Feels All right, like so did. what time you got home? Eight? I got home at like 8.30, and then I okay. went to bed for two hours. And then Christ. Came here. Did you pull, did you pull anything? No. Yeah, he pulled Che, fucking Rudd. Pulled his hamstring. Pulling Rudd. Oh, Taylor. <laughs> Taylor was there. Taylor. Rooks. Oh, Taylor. So I, I was, she was coming to the bathroom, and I was going down. This is at the first spot, not the after-after, which mm-hmm. she was also at. Mm-hmm. And I should just like, I just hear someone scream my name. And if someone screams your name in that room, you're like, who here knows me? I don't know yeah. anyone here. And it was Taylor. So that was nice. I hung out with her for a bit. That's what's up, man. She's, she's did, you call her, did you call her Rook? <laughs> did you get chopped with Rook? Call her Tay Tay? Uh, what if she I'm like had a man and she wasn't supposed to be at that after after party and you want her telling she her She does business. have a boyfriend. And she, I'm sure she I mean, was, she's friends with Travis Kelsey. It's like she was there. I'm sure her man was there. <laughs> yeah, probably. I don't know her man. but Damn, Demaris. <laughs> Or snitching, or yeah. maybe Taylor, or maybe right. Taylor was supposed just, to be home with the dog. I don't know. I, I'm just trying to stick up for Taylor. <laughs> I do like love her dog, her dog is great. Anyway, it was maybe it was a really 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 dog. fun night. <laughs> maybe she was supposed to be home with the dog. <laughs> Saturday, nah, she was supposed to be out Saturday. Then she's out Saturday with Julian. And I'm not. All right, first of all, and this has nothing to do with Taylor. I'm, and I'm also not saying those Saturday Night Live guys don't put up numbers. I just feel like if my girl lied to go to the Saturday Night Live like after party, I'm not really going to care that much. Yeah, I feel like it's a pretty safe environment. It's it. It's well, I don't know. Julian's there. I would not feel like that was safe. Taylor, I feel like it's a Taylor, lot of old Taylor men. Taylor was it's definitely not, safe. It's not a lot. Of, we're not talking about Taylor. Right outside Taylor's of Lauren, that's it. Like it's it's young people because it's like think about it. If you're the young cast member, yeah, you're like in your moment. Like that's their and gotcha. there's just like all the other like their plus friends and all that shit. It was just like there were like groups of just like young random girls. I was like, oh, they must be writers or just like, oh, what do you do here? They had nothing to do with. Yeah. anything that was going they on they were just cute they just got there and I was like oh I, I know what type of time this I is I think that's dope though the fact that they have like a cast like that with so many different types of people and then they actually all like really hang out there's yeah. something someone did that I'll tell you off camera okay good oh, okay good. that showed that did, proves my point did John Mulaney relapse again no I mean oh, okay. he wasn't there Yo, because <laughs> he's in rehab. Yeah. Oh. <laughs> That's where the after after um, after was. I'm talking shit though, but I would love to go to one of those. It was so much fun. I feel like that would be a bucket list thing to go to SNL after party. I feel like that's the one thing I could brag to my mom about. Like she didn't care that I did the state property reunion at Barclays. Yeah, that didn't. She didn't give yeah, a fuck single that. fuck about that. If I said, "Hey, I was a plus one out of a plus seven at a Saturday Night Live after party," she'd think my son made it. You have to throw that <laughs> sauce on that, but. All right. <laughs> no, not how he said it. Julian's like, damn. Julian's like, damn, whoa. Well, I was talking about myself because I don't think I'd be, I would be way lower in the yeah, list. Yeah, I mean, that's how I felt. Like but it was like, it, it was cool. It was I don't like, know where he was at in the there's list. There's so I'm much crossover be between our world and that yeah. like industry. And it's like, obviously, whether or not you really like SNL, you see these people all the time. Yeah. Whether it be if you're watching the show, but on YouTube or any of their other ventures, like, I'm genuinely a fan of a lot of these guys as comedians and writers. So it was cool to just be like accepted in that room. Mm-hmm. Just like cool. shoot the shit. You're on your way, kid. I see right. for you. You're doing big I mean, I just, And I didn't say you were plus seven on the list. I said I would be plus seven. <laughs> no, I was definitely plus seven. <laughs> um, my, my friend who's the plus, I was his plus. And we, was we, can, uh, we can segue into Chris Rock from here, but I will ask 
I've been out at the bar with you till pretty late before. Uh. And I know, you know, you get a little little sauce in you. You start saying some things. How did your anti-Semitism fare in a room of of Lauren Michaels in the Saturday Night Live? You know what's funny? (laughs) At the very end of the night, I hate that you're right. (laughs) At the the very, very end of the night, there was, I was sitting next to someone that uh, is like a showrunner and writes a lot of like, he's landed a few big shows, really nice guy. We connected. And I just started letting like the Lauren, like those kind of jokes fly. And, and like Che is like right next. He's like right where you are. Mm-hmm. And like Colin's like over there. And he's just like, dude, no, like don't. And I was like, oh, it's like that with you guys. Like NBC is a conglomerate. You can't say shit. So I was like, I know you guys want to get your shit out. They can't. Like the entire Saturday Night Live audience is Upper West Side Jews. Yeah, like, no, they, you know, he was like, he was like, the I, Jewish he, he was like laughing, like, but he was like, stop. Yeah. <laughs> oh, so stop. There's, a, there's a reason I've been here this many years. Oh, so yeah. he was doing what we do to you. Yeah, yeah, yeah. pretty much. Yeah, okay. yeah. yeah, yeah. So it's, it's good to know that you're yourself in every room. Oh, like yeah, of course, that. I don't change. Yeah. yeah. I so I'm, as long as somebody told Julian, like, yeah, stop. <laughs> like, nah, I get it, but stop. Michael stop. Che opened for Chappelle at that midnight pop up. It's so funny to do a pop up at Radio City uh, for Chappelle. And you had to obviously check your phone. And the first thing Michael Che said when he got on stage, I've never been one block away from my job and able to be anti-Semitic. <laughs> <laughs> and then just let the clip go. No one could film it. Good for him. In Radio right. City? Yeah. <clears throat> I like that. So did Chappelle. It was the day Kanye like went nuts. So obviously most people's material was about that, yeah. including Chappelle. Good times. Well, but they could say I'm a liar because there's no footage. Ha ha ha. Well... Speaking of Saturday Saturday Night Live, uh, Chris Rock had his uh, Netflix Live special last night. Mm-hmm. Um, I'm not even sure what, what was the name of it. Did they Selective Out- Outrage is the name? Selective the... Selective Outrage. Yes, Selective Outrage. It's a very good, it's very very good name. Very clever. I was. I'm not gonna lie. When uh, I follow Netflix on I think Twitter or something, and I saw Sorry, that follow. they announced it early this week that uh, he, Chris Rock was doing his live. So I was like, okay. This is going to be our first uh, moment with Chris after the whole Oscars last year mm-hmm. when he's by himself on stage doing his own stand-up. So I was excited uh, to see this. And then uh, I watched some of the... They had like a pre-show before with a few comedians. Arsenio Hall was there. Uh, yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Uh, Chris Spade. Uh, it was a, few, a, a bunch of comedians. It was a few comedians. Uh, JB Smooth was there. What, what, did, uh, what was Kareem set like? I didn't. I didn't see his set. I saw him when he came out with the with the rest of them. Did he talk about the Lakers or what? They spoke. They spoke about like they spoke about <laughs> stuff after the whole. Am I Chris the one Rock that's lost special. right now? No, I'm just telling. The, Kareem Abdul-Jabbar, the basketball player. Yes. Yes. Is a comedian. Like, they just had a. No, he's not a. Comedian, he's not a comedian. Oh, but he, <laughs> they just had him be a part of. Gotcha. I guess the panel. I'm right? Always here for Kareem to just do whatever he <laughs> no, wants no, to. He's no, a legend. Me, trust me. When Kareem walked out, I was like, oh shit! Like, kind of okay. scared me. He's seven feet and he just yeah, walking out. Yeah, like, yo, that's yeah. Kareem Abdul-Jabbar. Yeah, Blake Griffin could never. Yeah, so I'm just like, okay, whatever. <laughs> he's a comedian. But um, he does do comedy. The special, the special aired and um. It wasn't what I thought it was gonna be. Oh, uh, here we go. It wasn't what I thought. And then I, I I'm watching it and I'm and I'm trying to like I'm like, okay, there's a couple funny moments here, but at one point I was like, How hard did Will Smith hit this nigga? Mm. Pretty hard. Cause he might have knocked the funny out of Chris Rock. Ooh. Is that your punchline? That's not a punchline. That was good. It's it's just it's just a punchline. It, was a it wasn't line. it wasn't what I expected it to be. Like I expected it. Because I like Chris Rock. He's one of my all-time favorite comedians. He's a GOAT. I love the fact that he uses, yeah. like, you know, 
He's he uses uh knowledge and information and current events to kind of tie it in and make it funny. Like I like his whole angle with comedy. But last night, I don't know if it was uh if Chris was nervous, and that's weird to say because he's done plenty of stand-ups around the world, but he seemed to be a little uh unsure. He seemed to be a little nervous. He seemed yep. to kind of like you know, just trying to, he knew, he knew why everybody was there. Obviously, everybody came and everybody, however many millions of people were watching on Netflix. This was like his moment to respond to the whole Oscar fiasco. So before we give like a full, full review to that point, do you feel like he had to do a special and maybe wasn't ready to do a special? I know after the slap, he already had a tour that was planned. Yeah. But I don't think that necessarily means mm -hmm. that he was going to shoot a special after the tour. I don't Usually that means that, but... I don't know. I'm not going to say I feel like he was kind of pressured into having to do a special. And I agree with you. He looked very nervous, very unsure of himself. He's one of the more confident yeah. comedians when he delivers. I, I have a theory. I think that this one, I think his next stand up will be way better than this one, only because I feel like he wanted to get this out the way. Like he know that people were like they wanted to hear the response. They wanted to hear what mm -hmm. he had to say about the whole Will Smith thing. And I think that may have. Because honestly, in watching it, you're like, okay, when is he going to adjust the Will Smith shit? Which so you I don't know, know it's coming at the end. I don't right. know if maybe he should have started with that mm. versus like drag us through that and then get to that. Here's the thing. This is, I'm going to sound. I like the fact that he poked at it throughout though. So like, you're saying the buildup wasn't worth the reward. It wasn't that it, it just wasn't. I like what he said about the whole Will Smith thing. Okay. I think he was spot on. I think he was correct. Like, yo, listen, man, you hit me. You know, I can't beat you. Things that we said after that shit happened, like if it was this person on stage, he would have never did that. If it was a bigger guy on stage, Will Smith would have never did that. We'll touch more. On but that. I think that I think that the way he he spoke about it was facts. That it wasn't Chris Rock that he hit. It just happened to be Chris Rock that got hit. Mm -hmm. That yeah. was Will Smith's way of hitting back. He had to sit through a lot of things, hear a lot of things on the internet, social media, you know, his peers, everybody talking about the whole situation. I just don't know if, and I don't even know if it was meant to be funny. I don't know if Chris Rock meant for it to be funny. Do you think Man. because he still, at least what it sounds like, he still has respect for Will Smith and, you know, looks at him like a peer and respects him as an entertainer. Do you think with that in mind, he like only would go to a certain limit that he was comfortable going to with this? Do you think like he didn't feel like he could just I think un unload? Yeah, he probably so, what, what further would he have? <clears throat> yeah. I, I don't know. Like, I, I, don't, that, I don't know. I actually didn't mind the Will Smith bit. Out of the entire special, that was the bit I kind of minded the least. I thought he handled that one okay. I was, and this is going to sound like some hipster shit, I was way more interested in what Chris Rock had to say as one of my favorite comedians ever about the world right now. Mm -hmm. And I felt like it was very out of touch, not in like a fucking democratic, liberal type of way or like a, we should police comedians it was just out of touch and what's funny like the jokes were a little too obvious okay like if i went to a comedy club and saw someone deliver those jokes i wouldn't be mad that i paid a two two drink minimum like yeah. i would have had a good night but it was it was not the goat to me this was his magna carta mm -hmm. there was moments interesting i saw moments where the chris rock we know as the goat was there and then it just went back to somebody that I feel like is a goat that's just a little out of touch of what's going on right now. And delivery-wise, I felt like it was his certified lover boy. Remember when I said certified lover boy sounded like it, someone trying to imitate Drake? Yeah. yeah. It sounded like someone was doing a Chris Rock impression. 
even though it was Chris Rock. And I think that goes to Maul's point of how uncertain, like he seemed insecure up there the whole time. Okay. Yeah. It sounded like an impression of Chris Rock. Like Chris Rock was trying to be Chris Rock. Mm. So I, I haven't seen it. I've only seen the Will Smith stuff. Well, I mean, you were busy. Because I was bumping shoulders. With <laughs> yeah. Rise, yeah. So. yeah. You were with the real comedians. Yeah. <laughs> and I didn't like his outfit. Back, okay. No, back to someone being out of touch. Oh. I was like, this looks... Like Chris was supposed to go... Because like, when you think about Chris Rock and most of his stand-ups, he usually has a suit on. I think his last one he did on Netflix, he kind of he had a t-shirt and some jeans on. Yeah, on but his, he still looked like... Show shit. Oh, yeah, that was a weird... That's an interesting... It was, yeah. it was, it'll be on it was the all-white yeah. ensemble. Was, Very biblical. And it was different whites. Yeah, but then with the black belt. That black belt. different yeah, whites. You know, yeah, you know, you know the white shirt belt? never matches the white jeans. Is that, that shirt... He why, he just got why is saved. that shirt cuffed that like that? Yeah, I just didn't... I, he should have thrown it. He should have... Chris Rock with the suit. That's his super... That's his superpower. And Chris Rock... He dressed like a Jamaican on a first date. That's actually, that's, that's actually very accurate. That's really funny. That's definitely yeah, a Jamaican shoes white. They are cookout. Okay, sure. well, let's get to the topic. Or an Ameri- or an American going to Jamaica on vacation, and that's what they wear out. <laughs> yeah. that's, that's what they, that's what they wear to dinner. Just at pretty the much, it's ju- it's a Jamaican vacation or a Jama- Jamaican in America. In Jamaica. Now he had he had funny pa- he had funny mo- moments throughout the bit. I did I did I did I saw where he was going with the selective outrage. I didn't like the fact that he compared Michael Jackson to R. Kelly. I thought that was corny. Because Michael Jackson was never found guilty of any crime. Mm. R. Kelly was found guilty of a crime. So I didn't like the fact that he used that comparison, but whatever. But it's I do understand. But you can see the... what. No. Right. Damaris, you're, you've been shaking. I can feel the couch. I'm not... Um, <laughs> I appreciate you being quiet and letting us get our Farted. shit off. But you had a tweet that went viral that this was the worst fucking comedy That's special. That's not what Chris I Rock said. Chris Rock has never been funny ever in his life. That's so, not what That's I exactly said. That's exactly what you said. You said Chris Rock not, has never been funny. Do y'all remember no, when this original thing happened and I voiced my opinion on it? Y'all fans tore me to pieces. And? I I am not saying anything else about this subject. I'm about to kill Maul, read that tweet. So Damaris goes, I think being slapped and standing there doing nothing and hiding out of embarrassment for a year, coming back and saying this is actually way more bitch-ass than the activity, but to each their own. Starting a sentence was with three periods and then ending with one period, I think is hilarious. Yeah, it's sick. Damaris meant that. You're like, what were your thoughts before the, the three? <laughs> she thought it no, like, was Well, I didn't see this, but I didn't see the special. Like y'all know, I have I've been. Oh, so you didn't see it? So and you then voiced you felt very confident yeah, to put there's this a up. clip attached to it. That's why I, that I responded oh, to the clip. The bit. But it's not half, half the, the bit. bit. I, but I was not commenting on the bit. The, I was not commenting on his special. I'm commenting on exactly what he said in that bit that I watched. But this isn't the full bit. I am commenting on exactly what he said. I don't. I have no idea what he said in the special. I'm just commenting on that piece that he said where he said, you're a bitch-ass nigga for slapping me because you know... You're a bitch-ass nigga for slapping me because you know that you can beat me. That was the only thing I was commenting on. Okay. That was the only I thing I was that's commenting fair. on. Is there some I was truth not to that, though? Outside of Chris and Will. Nah, do, y'all, do not, about to, y'all somebody... not about to act like Will Smith is the rock. Yeah, we're not about to do this. Like we're you not know, act like you Will you Smith slap somebody you know you can not. beat. How does Will Smith know that he can beat Chris Rock? Have you ever he, seen? Have you, how, seen, have you ever seen Chris Rock in person and Will Smith in person? Yeah, they're... well, Julian might have. Will I Smith have. Is Unfortunately, way... I am not as cool as you. I guys. saw Chris Rock at Ludlow House like a week or two after the slap. He's a, probably half of Will Smith's size. He's he's a small guy <laughs> compared to Will Smith. He's small. Yeah, like it's a, like significantly small, you'll see it. Like I'm small and I can fight. 
No, but it's not. I understand. No, but I'm just. I'm just saying. Okay, all right. I'm just saying. Also, in that, and I don't want to go back to that entire slap situation, but you don't think he may have a point that you did it at the fucking Oscars? Let's say they're the same size. I'm at the Oscars hosting. You think you about to square up with him on the stage at the Oscars? Or expect that that would happen? Even Chris Rock said, "Oh, I thought this was like a bit that they didn't tell me about and where it was going to be." For sure. But you once, but that's all before. After you got slapped you had plenty of time plenty of opportunities plenty of things if you really you could have fought back you didn't fight back because you ain't built like you that you think okay. he should have fought so, back on you, the, at but the as show a, all i'm all, no i don't th- i don't think i do not think that that's not what i'm saying all i'm saying is if you're gonna call somebody a bitch ass nigga for slapping you you have a lot of nerve when you didn't slap back that's all that i am saying i'm not saying anything else but i'm that, just saying you calling me a bit you i'm a bitch for slapping you okay you a bitch for not slapping me back that's you it. Think that's so, all I'm okay, saying. say it wasn't appropriate for him to react. Yeah, weird. No, no, no. But say it's not appropriate for him to react at, in the moment at the show. He shouldn't have like squared up and punched him back in the Julian, face. if I you think you should have ran your, down if, on him if, later? If, if you get punched right, is it appropriate right now? You're at that, work. This is, is not, is the it Oscars. That's, it's not the We're point. not talking about you're doing a completely different scenario. I'm talking about let's talk about what we're talking about. Is this no jumper? The Oscars. Let's talk about the Oscars on that stage. Not we're in the room podcasting. It's very different circumstances. Shut up, Roy. <laughs> <laughs> It, Chris did what he was supposed to do in that moment. You're saying he in that moment has he? No, I did not. Has he swung back yet? You think physically? Well, been a year. Has he swung back yet? You're saying he should have ran down on him, pulled up at the at the Smith home, and just go while Jade is getting her back blown out by some August Alcina. <laughs> In the guest room, Put some more respect on all. I hate that. You, I hate that. You <laughs> and you think Chris should have like knocked on Will's think, door and think, smacked think, him in the crib? I think, I think what Damaris is saying is that for, but this is where I think Damaris is wrong. At this is. This is how Chris Rock fights back. He's yeah. a comedian. He's an actor. Exactly. Okay. So if he gets slapped on the Oscar stage, one of the biggest stages in Hollywood, one of the biggest nights in Hollywood, um, I think that him fighting Will Smith back in that moment was definitely not the way to do it. Yeah. Now, if you're saying after, you know, once they're off the stage and then he wants to step to Will and the stand at third, I'm with you on that. But at the same time, you know, it's you got to remember, they know each other. They have a personal relationship. They have history with each other. They've been on shows and probably did a bunch of movies together, whatever. They know each other personally. So I think that after Chris Rock, that whole thing happened, so many mutual friends and things, you know, approached him backstage at the Oscars. He even said at the after party, like, like, yo, like, you know, he was wrong for that. You know what I'm saying? Like, I, it's fucked up. You had to eat that. You had to take that in front of the world like that. But... You did the right thing because you can't be upstate on you and Will Smith can't be wrestling and rolling around on the floor at the Oscars. That, yeah. that cannot happen. We look absolutely crazy. Yeah. But I do understand you saying that, yo, but yeah, after all of that was over, either step to him and fight him as a man or shut up. And but leave this him is, alone. But this shut is, up and leave but him this alone. is Chris Rock's But he's a this is his 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 profession. Yeah. yeah. He talks I, shit. He's a comedian. He's supposed to take supposed to take content, uh, things that happen in real life, make content out of it. Mm-hmm. This was the biggest story of probably the year in Hollywood. And this was his moment to hit back. Exactly. This was Thank his you. version of of hitting back. Okay. Like, I have no problem with that. And I agree that that's what he should have done. No, you still think he's a you bitch. No, no, no. That. But all I said was he was calling Will Smith a bitch ass nigga. I think that that is more bitch ass nigga. I didn't say he didn't do what he was supposed to do. But I'm saying if you're going to call somebody a bitch ass nigga, I think that you should also acknowledge the fact that you are even more of a bitch ass nigga. How is he more? You he think he was, he was worse he than the ate slap? It. 
rolled out the professional, like carried on with the night professionally and then channeled this in the best way he knows, which is to be a comedian and make art out of this moment. How is that bitch ass of him? Okay. Well, we're all going to agree to disagree. Well, Chris we'll Rock. talk about it. Defend Chris Rock, it. Chris Rock is not a, a, a gangster. He's not. He's a, a comedian. Guy. You don't have to be a gangster. He's not, but he's not a tough it's, guy. Ed is, Ed is not a gangster. If somebody come up to Ed and slap the shit out of him, no matter where he's at. But you're going to catch them later, right, Eden? But if this I, is the I don't Oscars. Even roll like that. I don't, I don't roll like that. <laughs> I, don't. I don't. And he if I'm at the Oscars getting slapped, I'm not going. I'm thinking it's part of the bit, too. I'm a professional at that. Okay, end but once you found out it wasn't part of the bit backstage. Sure. I, I don't know how I'll handle it. I've never really put myself in that scenario either. I'm not Chris Rock, but I'm asking you, though. Is this worse than the slap? What do you mean? Is that worse than the slap? Is this worse? No, nothing than the slap. is worse than that slap. All I'm saying is if you're going to call somebody a bitch ass nigga, acknowledge the fact that you are, in fact, even more of a bitch ass nigga. That's all I'm saying. I, I am not fighting more, with I don't y'all. That's okay. I am all not right. fighting with August y'all. August Alcina, I think less than six months ago, maybe less than three months ago, has still been putting out content related to him fucking Will's wife. Yeah. Unslapped. Yeah. And I think that's what Chris Rock was saying. Still running around saying whatever the fuck he wants about Will's wife, about how he fucked, making it part of his rollout for a bunch of songs we don't give a fuck about. Dog and his wife. True. And at that point, and whoever said my name, they can come in here too. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> Rory would have hit back. Well, but like that's oh, I, I mean, Rory's I, Irish. I can't say that. See, that's I what I'm saying. Not. It's in the moment. Yeah, you I, you're you're know, talking I about it. Say I, would slap back at the yeah. I, I may have been so like shocked that that just happened. Not, I mean... I mean, Will Smith Oscars would probably be the more shocking part. Yeah. But, <laughs> but like to have Will Smith, let's say I'm a peer of Will Smith and yeah. I am hosting the Oscars and he walks up and smacks the shit out of me. I'm not going to say my reaction when I'm in the middle of hosting the Oscars would be to me forgetting my stance and just hit Will back. I don't know if I would do that. I don't know. Because also you got to think about it like this, his reaction, his career is on like, the line. The fuck was that? It's like his reputation in Hollywood is equally on the line. Even though he didn't do anything wrong in that moment, how he reacts is going to deem how like Hollywood execs think about him, movie execs think about him. Like even if he is the victim in that case, his reaction is going to mean a lot. And, and he had to swallow and, it and be and like, not all right, only, I'm going to rock this out. And not only that, I mean, he ended it with, you know, my, my, my mother and father raised me not to fight in front of white people. That was the way he ended it. And I mean, I think that that was classy. That me took a lot. had that argument already though. That it took a lot. It took it took a lot for Will Smith, I mean Chris Rock, to stand there and take that hit and not react. That takes a different a type lot. of patience, a different type of self control, um, and you gotta and you gotta respect that. I mean, to 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 a degree, you have to respect somebody in that moment, being able to remain professional, uh, recognize where they are, how many cameras are on them, how many people are watching, and be able to take something that could have easily, I mean that that turned the whole energy of the show around. But if they were to get into a fight on that stage and start thumping up there, that would worse. That would have completely, completely changed the entire. Yeah. of course. And I Oscar don't. Thing. And that would have also time, destroyed Chris. I am. Career. I am never yeah. saying that that he should have hit him. Back. That's not what I'm saying. I'm not saying he should have hit him back or anything like that. I completely agree that that was probably a freezing moment. I don't agree with that whole we shouldn't fight after oh, in front of white people. I hate stuff like that. But what I will say is if you're going to you got on your special, it would have been classier. You make one little joke about it. Do a bomb ass special. Make one little joke about it that really hits and leave. That solidifies you as a goat. Going up there saying, well, you're a bitch. A your goat? wife's a is, bitch. Is, That's not a goat. Is, shit. Dave, is Dave Chappelle a goat? Yes. Dave Chappelle did his he had four specials with Netflix in his mm. deal. The first one he started talking about transgender people. 
He got so much backlash. He didn't shut the fuck up about it for four specials. Yep. I think they're both goats. Yeah, I'm not on like, the side yeah, of their... Yeah. No, I Chris think they're Rock both goats. definitely a goat. But, but I do Chappelle think- did four specials about transgender people. I think they're all genius. But he replied to fucking everything. Were they you don't good? think Chris Rock... You think if Dave Chappelle was smacked by Will Smith, he would be like, yo, that happened. Peace. Were, were, Dave, <laughs> were Dave Chappelle specials good and funny? Yes. Yes. Okay. Now I think okay. that's the closer. That's my, the closer that's, point. Point. that's a separate that's point. point. Oh, okay. That's okay. a separate that's point, a separate which point. I want to get into. I don't. I think this was a very unpolished, out of touch, easy fucking Chris Rock special. I think in in his discography, I know you don't call that for specials. This is very low on it, and I think it's very out of touch. Very much like easy Twitter jokes mm. that like we've been heard that the Kardashians fuck black people. Like I didn't need Chris. Wait, Rock. they do. Yeah, I didn't oh, need Chris gosh. Rock to tell me that. Yeah. Damn. That's I think there was sparks of it when he was talking about his kids that and, takes you and out of school. <laughs> but yeah. Come on, uh, what kind of? Uh, just the one that's with Court, Travis Court, Barker. Courtney would fuck him. Yeah, for sure. I, I, Courtney's bad. I, I, I bet you think that. Like, um, you don't think Courtney? She's the only one that didn't get ass surgery. Allegedly. Because she's the only 98 pound one of them. Wow. How did Courtney wow. just catch shots? Yeah, yeah that, that was what the fuck just well, happened. Wait, I, so I love Courtney. I love she's Courtney. She's 98 pounds. You throw telling a woman she's 98 pounds is a compliment? A white woman, yes. No, and that not. family of getting awful surgery? I think she's great. We think know she's what Courtney looks like, Julian. You don't have to not talk. See, this is getting into shitty jokes. Who am I to talk about Chris Rock when I just made an awful Kardashian joke? I felt he was rushed. Chris Rock was rushed into the special. I think he had to get this material ready within eight months. Yeah. And it just, it didn't hit I the mark. I think that he just knew that everybody, what everybody was waiting of for. Of course. Mm-hmm. He knew what everybody was waiting to hear. He wanted to, hit, obviously, you know, he, he, again, throughout the whole thing, he poked jokes at not wanting to have beef with more rappers. And, you know, he's making that whole joke. So he knows what people wanted to hear and why they were there and why people were on Netflix watching. Y'all were waiting to hear this? And wait, here I am agreeing a with Paris when she said she didn't even see the special. Hell yeah. I literally, I, that's why I said I don't, I'm not commenting on the special. My tweet was literally off this of is, that one clip you have, of him sitting up there saying, you're a bitch, your wife's a bitch. That, literally, that's what, the, that's what the, the clip setup, said. That also wasn't was the funny. full joke. That's why I'm saying the tweet, I understand you responding to that video, wait, 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 but there's like on. five minutes can't put before that. Out there. that. He, he, I, don't, I don't remember him saying, calling Jada a bitch. No, he called Will a bitch. He called Will a bitch. the clip. No, I don't think Chris Rock would call He didn't call Jada a bitch. He wouldn't call He definitely got it, Jada, but he didn't call her a bitch. He wouldn't call her a bitch. He wouldn't do that. He well, actually, I don't know. He might have, but I don't really, I don't want to quote myself. I don't remember hearing that, but I, either, I, but I, could, I uh, highly doubt that Chris Rock would do that. But we have to stop. You weren't waiting for a Chris Rock special? No. Tambourine, wasn't. Tambourine wasn't my favorite. Don't get me wrong, but I don't think it's a bad special. But it was definitely when watching I, a peak comedian start to, you know. I don't mean, I'm not talking about waiting for his special. Phase, I'm so. saying, were you waiting for Chris yes. Rock to respond I'm waiting for to Chris Will Rock. Smith? Were yes. you waiting for that? Yeah, yes. I was. Absolutely. Uh, I wanted to hear what you had to say. I was yes. waiting for the special. Yes, but I was more waiting for what a perfect excuse that I could finally hear mm-hmm. from Chris Rock about the world because he's one of those comedians to me. Yeah. And I don't like, they do it with Tupac recently. We took that off the, the list we had. Yeah. We have to stop treating goats like shit when everything they do isn't flawless. Mm, and I've, yeah. I've been guilty of it too. Absolutely. I agree I'm with that. 100% guilty of that shit. I agree with Was that. this Chris Rock's best? God, no. no. Could you kill it? Yes. Have an opinion. But to sit there and say one of the greatest comedians of all time, nobody gave a fuck. We're not interested to hear from Chris Rock. The same way y'all say Tupac isn't the best rapper, all that other shit. These are right. goats. Have your opinion, but don't say that about a goat, somebody that's solidified in this shit. Mm. I ain't gonna lie though. He had one, he had a funny part in there where he was talking about abortion. I was laughing at that. To, that was just funny to me but to I, me that was a regular I, black joke when you said give me the when y'all walk into abortion shit just give me the regular 
No, like my man yo. used to say he had a no, 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 no. He went first. No, he said like this. he said a woman should be able to <laughs> get an abortion up until four until the baby is four years I old. I thought that was hilarious. That's, That's crazy. crazy. I was, That's I was crying. Shouldn't have been laughing as hard as I was. That was hilarious. The shit with his daughter was great. I think there was a lot of amazing bits in it that I again Magna Carta to me. Very low on my my J discography. But he had moments during Magna Carta. I was like, still the GOAT, but this ain't his best. Mm-hmm. Okay. This is his Magna Carta. L- like you're saying, at the first time in his career, unlike all the other specials he's had to previously put out, he was on the clock for this one. So whatever was on his plate, he had to clear. He had to do this. Like mm-hmm. he was, This was time sensitive. He got the bag from Netflix. He agreed to it, as he should. But for the first time in his life, probably, he's writing against a clock this mm-hmm. tight. And to write an hour in that time. Hard. And he and we had the episode with Mark Norman. And Mark said he was at the cellar a lot working this material. Like, he was working this up until the day. Like, this, like and the I, and he I was think, pushing this heavy. And, and, and live, by the way. This, yeah, 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 and yeah, no one's ever yeah. talked about this. I was going to say, I don't know why he did this live. I agree with you. I thought... I don't, Why not? Know, I don't think he should. Louis do that. did the same thing. Yeah. Why not do it? He's, a, he's a goat. Do a, now I will say this. I think the one thing way live. I think the one thing that Chris Rock he had fucked up the joke at the end against him in this special was the fact that this may have been the first time in his career where everybody that was watching and in the audience was like, you know why we're he- what we're here to hear. Mm-hmm. So as a comedian, as a writer, when you're going into a room and it's like you know what they want to hear, it's a little different because exactly. usually as a writer, you just whatever you feeling, you're flowing. It's just like this is what I'm giving. They don't know what to expect. The audience, right. we we didn't know what to expect before from Chris Rock when he okay. gave us a special. Yeah. This one, it was like, all right, we got to hear him talk about this this Oscar shit because now it's a year coming up on the Oscars and now, yeah. right. so it's like the timing is like this is it. This is the response. This is his hit back. So I think all of that kind of played a part in it and it just wasn't, it didn't connect and land the way that I thought and expected it to. But it had its funny moments. Chris Rock is still a goat. I don't think that this changes anything anything in his legacy uh, at all. I do think the next special after this will be one of the reasons why we say this is why he's a goat. I want to clear up the fact he did not call Jada a bitch. That's, he did not do that one. He did call her a predator, which I kind of agree with. <laughs> Let's take a break. <laughs> Hold on one second. Wait, so before we do that, uh, sit back real quick. Uh, let's just uh, transition to the fact that you guys are going to go to do Smino. Yeah, they're here. He's already oh, here. Oh, all right, perfect. And I think that, that was more than enough time. That was perfect. All right, cool. Yeah. Um, yeah. All right, so um, off of that, uh, we, have a, we have a guest with us today, uh, an artist that I think we all fuck with that's in town, and he wanted to stop by and kick it with us real quick. So we're going to make room for that, make space for that. And um, I guess, Damaris, if you got to take your silver surfer boots and save the world. <laughs> At the garden, at the Mecca tonight. Danny but, Phantom. But yeah, I go do ahead want, and do that. I do want, and I mean, we're giving it away now, but we have Smino on the pod today. I want his reaction to, I know he saw some of the Chris Rock clips. I know he did a show last night, but I want his opinion on this too. I don't want to close this topic quite yet. Oh, we'll get his, we'll get his opinion. And so. I want to get his uh, top five St. Lunatics. More importantly. Smino yeah. coming up next, guys. <laughs> <laughs> All right, we won't try to make this formal. It cut right away. We talk about Chris Rock. We have our guy, Smino, in the building now. We could do the... Fresh off stage, kicking ass last night. I'm mad I yeah. didn't catch the show with you and Jitty Jit, man. Uh, uh, I seen the clips online, Terminal 5. That shit was packed. Yeah, so... Everybody I, jumping up and down. Yeah, yeah. I was in the crib <laughs> just watching Chris Rock. I'm like, what the fuck am I doing? I should have <laughs> went to this fucking show, man. Yeah. It wasn't even just live. I could have watched this Chris Rock shit yeah, later. <laughs> yeah. But um, we we were talking about the whole Chris Rock special and obviously coming up on the uh, one year 
since the whole Oscar thing between Chris Rock and Will Smith, we all kind of were waiting for Chris Rock's response. This was his first official uh, response and his uh, retaliation, if you will, on the whole on the whole uh, the whole uh, event that happened last year. Yeah. Um, how do you feel about his response? The special. Um, where do you have do you, do you have Chris Rock as a goat in the in the in the comedy world? The Does comedy this change world? anything of that anything for you of, as far as Chris Rock's legacy? Bruh, I mean, I ain't really all I seen was a clip of him talking about you know what I'm saying the little entanglement shit. I, that's like what I saw. Mm-hmm. But I don't know that shit wasn't. I don't know. I thought it wasn't cool. I was like that shit weird. It's yeah. too late. Like you should have been saying something to me. Like. Oh, so you feel like you should have been responded? Yeah, no, nah, it's just like, I don't know, it's weird. It's like a capitalized, you know, like, get some money thing or something. Yeah. I don't feel like a, a real pure response, because... I mean, but like, even I like... Should, I don't know. He is still one of the best stand-up comedians, so it takes some time, like... It's not like he can reply with, like, a flex freestyle. Like, it does take <laughs> some time for him to just... I don't know, Drake dropped back to back. And it took me a while. We also forget that it took Nas fucking eight months for, for Ether to come out. Mm-hmm. Takeover was there chilling for a minute. I heard you. So I'm, I almost feel like he was entitled to that response. I just thought the rest of the special was kind of weak compared. I wasn't really even that mad at his response as far as the Will shit. I'm okay. I just think yeah. he needs to come with the rest of the album, not just the single, uh-huh. which was the response I'm gonna be to real. Will. I, I was mad because I was like, all right, if I'm gonna miss this fucking Smino and Jid show for this shit, this shit better be like legendary. Mm. And it wasn't. So now I'm pissed off. Yeah. Oh, wait, there wasn't it like a live stream? Yeah, it's yeah, on yeah, it came on. It was, it was live on Netflix. So it's gone now or it's still up there? No, I'm sure Netflix will have it on the platform. Uh, yeah, I ain't even peeped it yet. I ain't even peeped yeah. it, but yeah. I ain't. I never really watched Chris Rock stand-ups like that. Okay, so you like, not- He ain't my stand-up okay. guy, like, you feel me? Like, I'm a Bernie Mac, king of comedy-ass nigga. Like, okay. I like okay. real niggas and shit. Like, okay. Because you from okay. St. Louis. That's that's the whole- Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So y'all, you and Jid on tour right now? Yeah. How how's the road treating y'all? Amazing, bro. Shit, man. Incredible. Bless. Yeah. Everything sold out, 100 percent sold out. Mm. Old tour. Did a hundred thousand tickets in America, so shit. Pretty Fire. good. I feel that. Um, a lot of a lot of music came. I feel like we haven't had a good Friday in a while. Mm. We're like, not just one album came out, a bunch of shit. The Creed shit came out. And I did want to ask you from a inside perspective what those writing camps are like because Dreamville put together that whole Creed shit and you know they they put you know they do for a whole month all the writing camps Yeah, and I don't think fans realize one how much music comes out of those writing camps that never ends up on the album yeah for sure what are those writing camps really like shit man I ain't go I ain't get to make it to the Creed thing they did it I remember they was doing it in LA I ain't get to make it out but um when we did the revenge shit it's just like Actually, some shit I ain't never seen before. Because it was writer camps that I went to after that, but like the way Dreamville do this shit is real different. It's like the most, it's a room full of the like most different people you can imagine. Like everybody, like it's a bunch of niggas that don't do the same shit. You yeah. Me? Mm-hmm. And shit, you just getting in where you fit in. Nigga like me, I like to go sit in one room the whole time and just marinate and do my thing. But talking about producers just bouncing around, dropping beats, Chris Bosh in that motherfucker. Like, nah, no cap, Giannis, yeah, like, real talk. Like, <laughs> yeah, that's crazy. Most random people. And Chris Bosh and Giannis just walk by, you like, yo, what the fuck is going on in here? And nigga Kobe fucking with the hoopers and yeah, shit. But yeah. yeah, it'd be just random ass people in there too at the same time, you mm-hmm. know? I went, with it. I, went to, I went to maybe the first four days of, of the Creed writing camp. Yeah. And it's, it's funny watching like a movie studio try to set the vibe for 
a writing camp for actual artists. Yeah. They gave a sheet with like a bunch of buzzwords. Like when you were writing, they're like, think revenge. Think about fighting. <laughs> think about every artist walked in there, looked at that shit and threw that shit across. Oh, they're like, please get this yeah. fucking universal shit away from me. Yeah. <laughs> you can't send them that. prompts through. Like, yeah, I want a song that sound like a purple radio blowing up in a Lamborghini or some shit. Like literally in the description, in the email, you just like, how does that affect your? Do you do you feel like it affects your your, your writing in in any way when you're in a camp environment? Like, nah, it it just made me like, um, I mean, obviously, like you know, sword, sword, sharpen my sword in that bitch. But it's like it just made me like a lot more intentional with what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. Like I'm really just listening to what's going on because I'm like a chameleon. I could do a lot of different styles. I do a lot of different shit. Yeah. So I just be listening to what's going on and seeing where I'm needed and how I could be more useful than just trying to outwrap everybody. Right. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I remember talking to um I hate I'm acting like my guy Julian dropping names. Uh I was talking to a party next door a few years ago and he was yeah. telling me how his first time he went to a writing camp situation, he was excited when he found out who else was gonna be there. And it was some of his favorite writers and artists. But he said for him it was it was fucked up because when he finally met, and I won't say the guy's name, that he was the, when he met the artist and the writer that he was a big fan of, he said it changed that moment because the he kind of like played party to the left. Mm. Like didn't really embrace him, didn't really show no love. Like, is that something you ran into as an artist or a writer? Like you you, you see these guys that you may have grew up like listening to and like fans of, and then you finally in the same room with them and you like, oh, he's an asshole. I don't fuck with this dude. Oh, uh, I'm gonna come clean. Nah, that ain't really happened to me, bro. I don't really like, I'm not ever been, I ain't never really been like a fanatic ass fan. You feel me? Like I can mm. like put a human to a human. Like this nigga, yeah. you know, I ain't gonna treat no nigga like he yeah. guy, you know what I'm saying, ever. But um, most of the people I done met, though, luckily, been they fuck with me now. So it'd be yeah. cool. Mm-hmm. You yeah. know what I'm saying? I ain't never really met nobody. And it was just like, and I was like, oh, yes, I have. Yes, I have. Call him up. One person, bro. That nigga Cameron. I met this nigga Cam. <laughs> First of all, that's the most. Re- I was not expecting you to say Cam's. But it wasn't like that, though. That Cam is such a nice guy. Nah, he probably is. I met this nigga Cameron. I was at uh, ComplexCon, bro. I never forget. He was doing a full logo thing. I walked up. I'm like, Killer, what's good? Mm-hmm. Nigga looked at me. And then took a picture with this girl. I'm like, damn, I. Yeah. I'm like, nigga, I got a booth down there, bro. I'm doing yeah. my shit. Yeah. <laughs> like, I'm a bit over here, too. Yeah. Yeah, it's all love. I get it. But I was just like, that's probably like the only time. But that wasn't even that environment. Like, yeah, so yeah. I can't say that. Like, but yeah. yeah, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. But, yeah. I mean, but even with, with Love for Rent, because we know you could rap rap, but that didn't seem like the focus with with the most recent album, which, I mean, we both said I, I thought was my favorite album of 2022. Mm-hmm. Um, okay. Has Is that really in your mind? Outside of just writing camps that like you gotta prove you a rapper anymore? Hell yeah. Hell yeah. I, Cause I love the, I love the rap shit. I love the rap combo and I love rap. Like, mm-hmm. so it's just like, man, bro, I feel like niggas just don't know my size of me. I got like different size of me and I'm trying to introduce that to the world slowly. But yeah. I, I ran into that problem today. I was telling somebody, I was like, yeah, um, we shooting with Smino today. And she was like, who's that? And, I'm, and at first I was like, you don't know who Smino is? I was like, he's dope as fuck. I was like, so I sent it out. She was like, he does he he's a rapper and I didn't even know how to answer that because huh. I was like he raps but I'm not gonna I wouldn't call him a rapper he's more of just an artist as far yeah. as I'm concerned how would you categorize your artistry is it rap is it neo soul is it R and B is it funk is it yes all of that yeah because it's just like stacks. it's like man bro like it started with rap like I started doing before I can figure out how to hold a note I was rapping like forever mm. bro I've been just rapping this shit always rhyming. 
<clears throat> but really, like, I I don't take offense to a nigga be like, I hear a rapper, because it's like, that's like the highest form of the art. Yeah. Rappers write the best songs in the world, I think. You know what I mean? That's dope. Real shit. That. Rappers yeah, write what? the best songs in the world, gang. I agree. They, they're okay. by far the best. Why do, why do artists get so offended when they get called a rapper? It's funny you say that, because most artists will say that. Don't I call can, me a rapper. I can see that, bro. I could, I could dig that, bro. But as a nigga that actually do a lot of shit, mm -hmm. it's like, yeah, I am. Like, I'm also a drummer. I'm also a nigga. You know what I'm saying? I'm also so a it's nigga. Just like, yeah, for real. So it's just... Yeah. And you think that's a, probably a Midwest thing, specifically with your city? Because I feel like New Yorkers, like... If you coming up in New York, that's probably been our problem. You have to be proven as a rapper. Even when we have success, like A Boogie, I love to death. But his biggest fault from New Yorkers is he's not a rapper. He's not a rapper, that type of shit. Do you feel like you just didn't have that pressure when getting into this because maybe your city wasn't doing that? Man, my, I'm from St. Louis. Everybody rap in St. Louis. Like, mm. niggas is rappers. Oh, I mean, Louis, in Chicago. In verb, niggas I, is I rappers in Chicago. You feel what I'm saying? So I'm like, I don't know. I think the actual thing was where we from is to just be different. Like, mm. we like shit that's different. You kind of like, like, from the Midwest, if you copying another nigga shit, that's lame. We don't really wave ride like that. Mm -hmm. Like, we be trying to do our own shit. You feel me? Mm -hmm. And that's, you know, I, read I think that's some, how I came up. I read that your your grandfather played bass for Muddy Waters? Yeah, he played for a lot of people. Lot that's of, legendary. OGs, Chuck Berry, all them OGs. Is that how you got introduced to, like, music? You just like passed down through the lineage? Yeah, through the family, church, you know. All, all little ghetto kids go to church. Ain't got no choice. Yeah, I like going to church. It was cool. I was playing the drums. So. That's weird. Irish Catholic Church is weird. As far as melodies, it's way different. Irish Catholic Church. <laughs> it's, it's a big difference. A they be on them. Uh, down. They be on them goddamn. Steve yes, Urkel, them bagpipes. Yeah, mm -hmm. yeah, yeah. That's yeah. him. Y'all was him on the bagpipes. As uh, a kid. It's funny. Yeah. Speaking, speaking of St. Louis, though, I feel like even Nelly specifically, and I don't know if it's just the accent that you guys have we bring up like Ja Rule obviously introduced a lot of the melodic flow into rap yeah so Nelly was on that though even though Nelly was really rapping I just feel like y'all accent just has melody to it to begin with <laughs> that's hard yeah that nigga Nelly is like the first like I feel like Nelly was like the first Drake bro mm. first yeah Nelly. <laughs> like Nelly like was making sing songs and they was like huge. He went diamond mm -hmm. and shit, biggest artist in the world. Mm -hmm. All the girls loved him, like, but he still was, you know what I'm saying, in the streets, fucking with the street shit too. Mm -hmm. I feel like Nelly, like, was really like the first duality ass artist that we really seen go that big, bro. Mm -hmm. Being from St. Louis, like, cause I know when we got introduced to Nelly from New York and I remember seeing videos on BET and all that shit. And I was like, yo, who the fuck is this dude? Like, cause he looked like he got his city lit, like they behind him. Yeah. So being in St. Louis at the time, like, what was that like seeing Nelly from the city just rise to the top of the, the industry? You gotta understand something, nigga. When Nelly was going crazy, motherfucker, with Rams was winning the Super Bowl, bro. <laughs> yeah. That shit was the hardest shit ever, bro. Like, we had Marshall Fogg, Kerwana, yeah. Yeah. all them Ricky Pro, all them yeah. niggas, Tory Ho, all them mm. niggas, yeah. dog. Like, and then time. Nelly and the yeah. St. Lunatics looking like a basketball team that we never had. Mm -hmm. So it's just like, you feel me? It was crazy, bro. It was hard. Like, mm -hmm. that's a vivid, a vivid memory I'm having. Like, I can think about it all the time. Niggas wearing double motherfucking do-rags. I just had a double do-rag on in Miami the other day. Shit, shit. I just, um, but did I see a, a clip of you? Did you have one two pair of jeans? Then with some Virgils. And it was one pair, and that nigga put a pair on top of pair. Okay. But it's so, funny because I did that, and then some people started pulling up to the meet and greet with two pair of pants, jeans on. 
And I was like, damn, that nigga high. I ain't even... <laughs> no, that's why I was asking. Cause I said, yo, I haven't seen that. Like if you, if Smino bringing that back, he's different with this fashion shit. I was crisscross yeah, shit. Yeah, but I thought it was too, but now you're saying it was Virgil, so it just made it look like it. Yeah, it was, it was double good. jeans. I, I ain't gonna lie, I ain't gonna put on two pair of jeans, guy ain't gonna play a show. I, I would hope not. Hell no. Because I was about to say, listen, I, I, I dig the originality, I Nasty. love it, but that, yeah, that's a little, we could leave that bro. back in the yeah. early 2000s. We could leave that you said, okay. Yeah. Put our pants on backwards, we can't do that? Nah. nah, we ain't gonna do that. We ain't gonna take zipping up your ass. And All right, shit. but how could you draw the line? And granted, I'm in some regular ass pants and a t shirt. I'll never be the fashion guy, nor am I trying to be. Mm-hmm. But you can't put that. These fashion trends is fucking nuts right now. No, but two... so for me to wear my pants backwards right now, I don't think I'm nuts. No, you're compared not. to well, what else is going on right now. Somebody gonna jack it. Somebody gonna be like, "Yo, he bringing that back." Somebody gonna say it, but more people gonna be like, "He bugging the fuck out." <laughs> I just seen these cartoon boots. Come on, I can't wear my pants backwards, and this is what's. Popping right now? Them fucking Mario boots. <laughs> so, you know, how you feel about that? You got those off of the show yet? The, the red boots? boots? Yeah. Nah, my boy, I ain't do the boots. <laughs> you doing those? Nah, I ain't do the boots. <laughs> nah. Hey, bro, fly motherfucker probably can get them off. That ain't for me. Now, I said, we spoke about these when this whole shit went viral. Now, I did say, if Supreme made these, and that said Supreme on it. <laughs> but they still working, even I'm without like, the Supreme. Yeah, yeah but if they said working. Supreme, though, because I still haven't seen like them. In, that, I haven't yeah. seen them in person. You don't be seeing niggas just bopping around with them. Yeah, yeah. that's what I'm saying. But if it says Supreme on it, I think I think I would see it. Probably, I think I would see Supreme it. Supreme fans is the hard. It's crazy that Supreme shit. Yeah. You've done the Fashion Week shit before, I assume. Mm-hmm. Has that gotten diluted? Again, I'm asking outside looking in. Like oh. Art Basel used to be about art. I don't think it's about art anymore. It's just about a weekend that hoes and events happen at, which is fine. I'm you not said hoes and events? Yeah, hoes and events. That's what, there's no, like, no one cares about the painting that's happening at just... Art Basel. Yeah. <laughs> I feel like at this point, Fashion Week is, one, can you afford to go to Paris for it? Two, can you get an Airbnb in time? Three, can you wear baggy enough pants? And that's just the weekend. Like, is shit broken anymore? As far as, like, new fashion trends from Fashion Week? Don't come clean, bro. I ain't a Fashion Week uh, mm. connoisseur. I've been to, like, two. Yeah. Ever. <laughs> and it really don't be... It just be, like, a lot of parties. The fashion shows be cool. I just be hot. It be cool, though. Like, <laughs> I ain't really, like, my... You know what I'm saying? I love fashion, but I'm not, like, a fashion... Yeah. If that makes... I'm a, I might be... How you feel about uh, Pharrell taking over uh, men's men's line at, uh, at Louis? That's hard. Yeah, that's so hard. That's inspiring. I felt like that was like overdue. I'm, that shit made my morning when I woke up and seen it. I'm like, hell yeah. Yeah, you oh know, you know, Pharrell about to, he about to produce some shit. I just can't wait to buy this shit. Why the title? Why the love for rent? rent? Yeah, where did that come from? Because I know that's not just a. It sounded dope. Because I know there's sale, a, I know there's a very long story behind love for rent because it ain't for sale. I literally, was just not on that. Like, I was just in a place, you know. Roger was. Uh, I've been in a lot of long term relationships and shit, you know. Growing up, so I kind of was just like, fuck this shit. And I was just tired of being in mm-hmm. long ass relationships. Just a few of them ain't work. So I just was like, fuck this shit. Love for rent. Yeah. That's just better than love for sale. <laughs> you know what I mean? Sound cool. Low key, I actually was having a funny convo with that nigga Kenny Beach. Um, shout to Kenny. And uh, he was just talking about uh, like having like goddamn just shit, a closet full of shit you would get a woman you love, you feel me? Mm. And not knowing who the woman you love is yet uh-huh. and just having that shit, you know, for rent. You know what I'm saying? And that's kind of like the beginning of that concept spiral. And I was like, damn, that's kind of crazy. It's like you written out love 
Well, I mean, rent and love is crazy. For yeah. for lack of a better punchline, how do you get to the mortgage? Like, how do you get out of rent? <laughs> <laughs> like, how you get out of that mentality? Um, man, like I ain't like. Don't get me wrong. I ain't scared to love nobody. I love myself, so I ain't scared to love nobody. I ain't no like thing where I'm just like hiding from love. None of that shit. Like, I put around fall in love tomorrow. I fall in love every day, goddamn. But I'm just like shit. Same. I do real shit. Yeah, I'm with you. I love Every life, day. you know what I'm saying? I ain't saying like with women. I just love shit. I just okay. love, love, yeah, love, love I use food. my heart a lot. You know what right. I'm saying? Right. But like, um, yeah, bro. It ain't like I'm stuck in that mindset. I just be seeing what it is and mm-hmm. knowing what I got time for at the moment. Mm-hmm. And that, yeah, that, I don't got but you only, what, 31, 32? Yeah, 31. But how, long, how many long-term relationships you been in at 32? Three. Like high school and then out, like college? Yeah, and then 20s, yeah. All right, respect. No, no, no. Don't don't yeah, mumble on the twenty. You said twenty. Yeah, yeah. yeah. No, nah, like yeah. twenty. Like There's some overlap. Yeah, I understand. We've been there. Huh? There's some overlap sometimes. We've been there. 20 overlap. <laughs> I see what y'all trying to do. Yeah. <laughs> no, no, no. We're not trying to do that. Nah, that shit. They cool. They be all right. Uh, they be all right for sure. How many of those you count though? What relationships? For real though, like high school. If you know about my girl, I'm in a relationship. Like mm-hmm. if, the, if people know about my girl, I'm in a relationship. If not, then it's like, you feel me? Like. My niggas know. They, you know, you don't be around, you know. But I feel like I've been in long-term relationships when I was super young that I don't count now because I didn't even know myself at the time. Like, that shit doesn't count to me. I feel like that shit took up time in my life, so it's always gonna count. Like, I'm I'm not gonna forget. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. no matter what, if you around somebody, they shaping you somehow. Yeah. Like somehow, some way they just Yeah. You feel me? Like water on a rock, slowly yeah. shaping your shit. You feel me? Mm-hmm. You know what I mean. So let's get into the uh this top rappers list. He was looking at the clip with Lil Wayne and the Zaylo interview, and they named the seven rappers. Well, he was the seventh on the list, so they named the six before him. Yeah. Now, for somebody from St. Louis in the Midwest, how big of an influence did Lil Wayne have on you as an artist? Shit, I say probably the biggest. I'm real, like, if you know my music, I'm real big on wordplay. Mm-hmm. And, like, I just be amazed at the way that this nigga can put words together mm-hmm. and shit that don't really like go together sometimes. Right. Like uh, he says it in the way the way effort for phenomenal and shit. Yeah, yeah, <laughs> shit like it. So I don't know. I think that was like a big like. I just like I used to love the way he did wordplay and shit, and just the way he just you know what I'm saying ripped and swagged and shit. Like I just love Wayne. You know, mm-hmm. I always been a, a Wayne student. I ain't gonna lie. I think your generation really gives a fuck about the the list anymore. The greatest when, when rappers we, list? Yeah. That, it I don't mean, matter. Like, nah, it's too many rappers. But it, it's like, I don't even think it's going to be like, I can't imagine it being like that, like that. But yeah, I'm sure it's going to be niggas that's like way bigger than other niggas. But everybody got a motherfucking star in their right. You a star in your right. And what's crazy to me is when you think about how many rappers we had, to be number seven is not a knock. It's like, yo, you know how many rappers we've had in the culture? It is a knock to Wayne, bro. Only because of who's before him. Only because he called himself the best rapper alive. So if you tell Wayne you number seven, he like, why wouldn't he be mad at that? He's supposed to be mad. He said, literally, I'm the best rapper alive. He got a whole song. I listen to it in the green room before I go out all the time. You know what I'm saying? Which you know, a lot of times people say Carter that. Carter two. Yeah. That's probably. your favorite one? Album, yeah. Favorite Wayne album. But Is that the, the one The motherfucking Wayne mixtapes in St. Louis, bro. Like, back in the day, I remember going like the Hazelwood day. Nigga, bumping... Drought two, I mean mm-hmm. dedication two, my bad, all the way down in my sister car, you feel me? And like my sister rapping Wayne. My sister put me on Wayne. My big sister Toya, she the one who really put me on Lil Wayne. So 
I mean, he's probably with these lists, which I think we only have five more years left of anyone giving a fuck about lists. Cause I think that was more of the generation we came up in with the competitive shit. We would debate all that type of shit. I think these young kids do not care, which I think is a good thing. Cause it's, it's so hard to compare. It was easier before to be like Nas versus Jay. Yeah. Every artist is so drastically different now. How do you even put a list together? Why well, I would say Wayne deserves maybe to be higher than, you know, the names that we're not allowed to say he's higher than, which I will say Big M and Tupac, Nas and Kendrick, influence. I've never seen a single artist in the rap world influence an entire generation down to the T the way Lil Wayne has. Oh, my mom. That so he made all the little black kids, little rock stars and shit. It was tight. And I mean, of course, Drake is there. But even the melodic shit, like Wayne was Wayne was talking, singing about love and hoes when he was still rapping better than anyone else. Yeah. Like prostitute flang shit. Like he was really loving yeah. these hoes on a guitar. I'm rapping love, better than everyone on earth. <laughs> like we always talk about. He loved Superhead after everyone hit. I was like, this this guy ill. I just I love Wayne more so for what he did for others. Like I talk about Wayne, the artist, we already know is one of the greats, but for him to be as big as he was. Yeah. And step out of the way and allow Drake and Nicki to become who they are. Artists don't do that. Usually, like, if they sign an artist and the artist is dope, they in their session, they hear a song, they're like, yo, let me get that. Oh, yeah. I'm going to jump on that. Wayne completely got out of the way and allowed Drake and Nicki to become the superstars that they are. Like, that doesn't happen a lot in our culture. Like, especially if you're signed to a, a superstar, he's going to do everything he can to kind of maintain his trajectory uh-huh. and his position in, in the ecosystem. Like, Wayne disappeared and it was anytime you saw Wayne it was because he was yo here this is Drake this is Nicki let them go do it he went and started skateboarding and doing all kind of just recreational shit with his life so to me that that makes him a goat because it's like bro other artists we can look at the other artists that's ahead of him what artists did they yeah usher in that became as big as a Drake and a Nicki if you look at that 50 Eminem 50 obviously not that that, I think it was Rolling Loud, not Rolling Loud, Rolling Stone or whatever the fuck it was. I think Drake, Nicki, and Wayne were all in the top 12. And that's from one label. That's crazy. That's nuts. It's crazy. Do you think you have an ego as an artist? Of course. What's the difference between the artist's ego and the person ego? Because Wayne took his artist ego out that shit, and I think that's why Drake and Nicki are so Very successful. Important. What's the difference between an artist, artist's ego and a just personal I mean, I wouldn't, I wouldn't have the same kind of ego that, that I would with a person that like. It'd be weird to treat a person that's not like an artist mm. with an artist type of ego mindset. You know what I'm saying? Like, I don't, I don't, you don't even do this shit, so it's no what the fuck. You feel me? Mm. Like, nigga, I rap better than you. Like, fuck, yeah. right? I don't even rap. <laughs> yeah, so right. But on some personal shit, I'm just a man, so every man got an ego. You feel me? It's like just deciphering and shit. Like, nigga, right now we on some. We could talk behind the scenes. We be knowing about shit that be going on and shit. That's yeah. different. Like, yeah. we all got our own workspace ego. Mm-hmm. Let's talk about your fashion. Because you seem to be somebody that just has, you don't look like too many of these other dudes out here. Like, you, Smino has his own, his own look. Yeah. Who are some of the, the people that you look to for your fashion, like, growing up? Was it, like, certain artists or was it just like, yo, I like these pieces. I want to kind of mix and match this. I mean... Did you always have your own style or is that something you grew yeah, into? I always, always have my own style. I, like, I think, like, when I was able to buy more shit, I got more, you know, mm-hmm. uh, into the shit. Because mm-hmm. at, at one point, yeah, I, I'd be looking... I used to tab shit so much, like, you feel mm-hmm. me on a computer that I wanted and I yeah. never could afford that shit. Yeah. So when I could, it was like, 
I noticed how much my interest had grew when I started shopping more, and I was just like, "Damn, gang, I actually love this shit." But, yeah. Um, I think probably like uh, obviously, yay. I just love how yay. I like the fact that you can like um tell like what era he was in by how he looked at the moment. Yeah. That's real clever to me. You mm-hmm. know. Um, fucking um, Wayne for real, yay. All them niggas. It's just a bunch of rap niggas usually for me. You know, mm-hmm. like AI. I used to love how AI swag. Nelly like a motherfucker. Mm. Nelly for sure. Mm. For sure, for sure. I still be having my, my Nelly days. I'm like, I'm going to go throw these headbands and his jersey on backwards right quick. Yeah. Play this show. You feel like Kanye stole the mask thing from that dude from St. Lunatics? From Slowdown? <laughs> I don't know his name. Uh, Who was the guy with the mask always in St. Lunatics? Slowdown. I mean, I, I heard he had warrants. That's why he had a mask on. I don't know about <laughs> that, sir. Was that real? <laughs> I feel no. like that might have no. been like the mark. I was fucking 14. I don't remember. Yeah. No. But I just remember there was a one guy with, with that. <laughs> like they don't know that's him. I don't know. He had half the mask on. He was chilling. Y'all gonna just pull him up with this damn mask. <laughs> Listen, no. People say what they want. That was a that was an error though. Yeah, yeah. That's hard. Of course like, it that was. whole they, they look. look cool him up. Wow. We don't vocab. give Murphy Lee enough like credit neither. Trotters. Remember vocab? Yeah, Murphy Lee, a, a, a raw ass person and a raw ass rapper. No cap. Hell yeah. Good dude. No, Mur- Come on. Murphy Lee is very, very underrated. Hell yeah. I'm a Maggie Lavey, I don't even know he, about that. He might have the Come best, on, and he might have the best verse on uh, Shake Your Tail Feather. He do. I think I- Anytime he was on the song, he had the best verse, bro. And, he always uh, got the, the shit. Bat- the- like Marvin, girl. You know what I'm saying? He always gonna give you that shit. The batter up shit on Country Grammar, I think he had the best verse. Welcome Anytime- to Atlanta. Yeah, he had the best verse. On Welcome to Atlanta? I can't I, you know let what? y'all get that right. off. Don't do that. This is going to be disrespectful in New York City. Luda. Bleak versus Murphy Lee. I, I want a I versus. Memphis Murphy Lee going to win that. That's a, such a random verse. Why is it a random versus? You have two of the biggest icons from that era and their mans that had hit records that rapped with them. Yeah, Bleak but, and Murphy. I'm not saying it in a disrespectful level at all. I'm, I'm saying, but Bleak and Murphy I'm Lee would be for your brain to just land on that. I'm like that's a particular ass category, guy. Yeah, like, like as a title, that's long as it. <laughs> I mean, like, <laughs> like how your brain landed on Bleak versus. Why Murphy would it? Lee? We talk about verses all the time. True, but Bleak and Murphy Lee is just some random shit. I think that's, that, a, that's great a passion. That's not like a passion project for you. It was come on. It was you and your family saying that it's Pimp Juice. Us and M that was selling records. No, it was. Why would I Nelly, not put Bleak no, and Nelly Murphy sold Lee? A lot of fucking records. Now, don't get it fucked up. Nelly was definitely a superstar. What's sure. what's with uh St. Louis specifically and battle rap and why they they do dominate? In my opinion, because niggas hard. But is that a thing? Like, for <laughs> is that a thing for real though? In in St. Louis, outside of again, I'm my my New York bias as far as battling goes, and Detroit has it there as well. Mm-hmm. Jersey. Bro, Definitely has it too, but St. Louis for some reason out of nowhere to us, we was outside looking and was like, Ugh. "Why St. Louis have some of the best battle rappers that we've ever seen in our lives?" Is that a thing growing up in St. Louis that you have to battle? Nah, I mean, I used to do the shit. I used mm. to love to do the shit. I I even battle a nigga that can't rap back in the day when I was like in sixth grade and shit. I used to, <laughs> Wait, battle somebody that can't? Rap? I used to just just pull up on somebody that wasn't <laughs> rapping. Shit, it's like. <laughs> nah, because I'd be just rapping and the niggas would be around me and I just start destru- like going on a nigga like. That yeah. doesn't like rap. minding his business. Yeah, I mean, yeah. <laughs> Target practice. Fuck it. Come here, crash dummy. Yeah, but then I, I, but I never was no battle rapper. But I think niggas just like rapping, bro. Like mm. niggas just. I grew up around niggas that niggas hella niggas rap, bro. Yeah, you can get a St. Louis nigga to cipher quick, but um, it's funny because that nigga hit man holler, bro. I went to high, I went to the same high school as Cool, right? And um, 
growing up, he used to get on a, on the radio, you feel me? And do this shit on the radio, he'd be freestyling this shit. Mm -hmm. Going crazy though, you hear me? And I knew that about him. Like, mm. they go crazy. But then when, when I start seeing like him as a battle rapper, I was just like, damn, that shit makes so much sense. That's raw as fuck, bro. Mm -hmm. Like, this nigga used to really call the radio and freestyle, and niggas would tune in to listen to him. How did 90 Proof come together, speaking of, of Cole? Um, shit, I had made the song already and shit. And um, my boy Groove that produced it, he was mm. just out with him somewhere. I think that was in Carolina at his house, and he played him 90 Proof. I wasn't there. And bro just was like tweaking, like he loved mm. it and shit. Groove was like, bro, he loved his song. Like, I was like, damn, that's hard. I'm like, shit, tell him hop on that bitch. Yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> tell him hop on that bitch. Right. And he did. He like instantly rapped to that bitch. And um, yeah, and um, he called me and was like, yo, um, hey, let me get that 90 proof song. Like he was gonna put it on the fall off on this album and shit. Mm. Mm. And um. I was like, bet. I had to think about that for a minute though, because I was just like, damn. I was just like, bet. But it was such a good vibe on my album. I had to call him back and be like, gang. Nah. <laughs> let me get that more, bro. Yeah, let, yeah. Me, let me get it. But he was cool. You feel me? Oh, so you gave it to him and he gave it back? Yeah. That's fire. Yeah. What's what's that position like though when you have someone like Cole to say, yo, let me just get that. And then you feel like, nah, I can't give you that. But you still Cole. And I don't want to be, I'm still... It's a like, younger artist at that point. And did you know. feel like that was going to fuck up the fact that you asked for it back? Did you feel like that was going to fuck up like your relationship with him for future shit? No, not at all. all right. Nah, he a, he, a, he a regular guy, yeah. bro. He understanding this shit. But um, I ain't, um, I don't know. I, I just, I, I'm high. I forgot the question. Wait, what you just say? <laughs> I love that. Just no, the 90 that. proof shit in general. <laughs> um, does that shit get weird though? Because this may be back kind of to the writing session stuff when you end up with certain artists on records, you don't know where it's going to end up. You also don't know, all right, they got on my record. That doesn't mean it's going to get cleared. And even if they say yes, the major label may say no. It may not work with the timing. Like, yeah. what is that process even like? And is that in the back of your mind? Like, yeah, I got a co-verse, but who knows if this shit will even work, let alone be a first single with a video. Mm. Um, man, I ain't going to lie. I didn't even know that. We was gonna put that out as a single version, all that shit. Cause I, I was in the bag, like, hell no, nah, I wanted on the album. Like, I wanted them to, like, you yeah, know, whoa, find oh it. shit, yeah, Cole's on it. But then I was just like, you know, that's the shit that I be doing. Like, I, I like, I be, I be sheltering my music, hello, like, hello hard mm -hmm. before I send it out. It's mm -hmm. my kids, shit, really my kids. Yeah. So, um, yeah, I felt like fuck that, like everything, just time and let's just go. You know what I'm saying? We go mode. We got a cold verse on a good. As song, like let's just rock with that shit. Mm. Shot a video to that shit out there with him in um his city. That's definitely one of my favorite joints on that. That ninety proof was crazy. I doubt. And uh, mode in a minute with Lucky Day. I doubt. Appreciate it. Fire. Um. So the tour. What city are you looking forward to hitting that y'all haven't done yet? Chicago. That sound like it's gonna be crazy. Yeah, Argon. We're gonna be at the ball. Bro. That Chicago energy is different. Yeah, I love Chicago. You know, I'm I'm like a uh, honorary Chicago nigga. You went to college out there, right? College, yeah. <laughs> I went for a semester, but it was cool. Yeah. Yeah, I ended up meeting a nigga over there. My man is cool. Oh, that's yeah. dope. I saw you back out there when you were on tour with SZA in like 2017 for the Control Tour. Oh, in Chicago. In Chicago. Ah, living yeah. in Chicago. That was my first time seeing both of you live, and they loved you. Like, yeah. that was, they were equally as excited for you as they were for her. That was a, a cool moment. Yeah, my fans crazy, bro. Like, that's some real crazy kids, man. Yeah. I love them niggas. 
Um, let, let me try to be messy just towards the end for some quick hit shit. Favorite feature on Love for Rent? You have to pick one. Doge. Okay, you can't. I mean, yeah. I was hoping he was going to say that. Yeah. Doge. And my cousin, man, man. The nigga that's on the intro. Mm. Shit funny as hell. Like, I, I love, I love, and nigga used to be naturally sending me messages like that. So I just use one. But, um, Doge. Uh, favorite, favorite peer that's not her. And also favorite up and coming artist. Favorite peer? Yeah. Um, favorite like rap peer, like doesn't matter. Artist shit. Yeah, just uh, artist shit. That doesn't have to be Denzel rap. Curry. That's my cousin. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. So, love Denzel. Denzel. My nigga. Yeah, love Denzel. And um, I didn't you guys find out like on some 23 and Me shit? Or, like, how did y'all find out you guys were related? Cause, bro, I was he had he had me hop on his song and shit, and I was just like, uh, yeah, bro, I got this theory that all country niggas related, like. Matter of fact, I got some curries in my family. We might be cousins. Mm-hmm. And that's my mama maiden name. And um, when he called me, like, hold on, nigga. Like, I'm about to ask my pops right quick. Get him on the phone. He did all that shit. We were talking for like an hour. Found out Willie Curry had kids and saying, this is some nigga mm, shit, man. Right. Definitely some nigga, some nigga shit. shit. <laughs> yeah, yeah, for sure. Yeah, it's tight. What's something that um Smino would absolutely never fucking wear? Them red boots. <laughs> That's why I fuck with him. You got red laces on. Nah, but they ain't red. You close enough, though. Nah, it's getting hell, there. Nah, you got me fucked If up, you double yeah. knotted those shits, they'd be close. But Smino, we, wanna, uh, we ain't gonna hold you too much longer, man. Thank you for uh, taking time out of your schedule to come kick it with us. For sure. Um, hopefully, I'll catch you and Jitty Jitty J somewhere on the on the road, because I got to see y'all live show, man. I was so mad I missed it last night. Yeah. Um, Turn T5 to Smee 5. That shit was nasty. I already know, man. Yeah, um, yeah, come catch us. But blessings, man. Y'all be safe on the road. Continue sure. killing shit. Love what y'all doing. Love the projects that y'all putting out. And um, salute to bigger and better success for both of y'all, man. Love, I appreciate yeah. y'all. Love, appreciate sure. you. No, Warrior, 